Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. Panther Nation, how we feeling? Bryce Young, officially the number one overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, your new quarterback with the Carolina Panthers. Tell us how you're feeling by texting us on the Garage Door Guru text line. We're going to be opening up the show for phone calls a little bit later. We're going to get off the bus. We have Matt Miller of ESPN. He's going to be joining us in just a moment to talk about the NFL draft last night. Great get excited to talk with him at 1230. Bryce Young supposed to be speaking to the media at one o'clock as well. So we'll, we will air that presser a little bit later on in the show. We It's jam-packed. These are the types of shows that we live for right here. And we appreciate everybody that came out to 1058 last night to help us out with the WFNZ draft party. Had a good time. I know Fiddy was there for a couple of hours, then had to go do the work thing at the Planet Kia Studios, cutting up audio. We got plenty of audio today. Me and Wes out there with Kyle Bailey, who was hosting for the entire four-hour duration. No, you got to have some balls. Oh, Wrong Kyle, one. Kyle Wrong had one. Kyle. Yeah, that was my bad. Mm. we're off and rolling <laughs> it's no rules we don't have to do anything did you want to play the howdy one really the only one that didn't reference male genitalia is that the only one yeah yeah the only one right because <laughs> we only have one kyle bailey soundbite without it yeah it was awesome from five to nine fantastic stuff me and wes hung out a little bit we hung out a little bit later watching really the first like 20 picks yeah, we of did. the NFL draft. And then we decided to call it a night right afterwards. But it was a blast. We appreciate everybody showing up. We got to meet quite a few listeners. That was really cool. We appreciate everybody hopping on and tuning into us every single weekday from 12 to 3 p.m. And with that being said, it's time to get off the bus and dissect this first overall pick. Go ahead, Fitty. Open up the doors. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! And with the first overall pick, Roger Goodell announced the selection that will hopefully change the Panthers' fortune for good. With the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback. Man, that place was rocking last night, Wes. Everybody was excited. The anticipation was there. It was the odds-on favorite for such a long time. And then once the name was finally announced, the place was rocking with excitement. It feels different. This feels like the last big piece for the Panthers' fortunes to turn the other way because it has not been good for them at all the last four or five years, ever since you had the previous head coach in place, ever since that Cam Newton had the injury problems. David Tepper's tenure has not had any playoff success. 
And now you're hoping that you can finally get that with this offseason and Bryce Young officially being that number one overall pick. I know you loved Bryce Young all along. Same thing here. And I think he is the quarterback of the future and he will be very good. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, the Panthers got the guy that they said and that people said that they wanted all along, but I think as I've said, this is the most pedigree prospect they've ever gotten. They got the Peyton Manning, they got the Trevor Lawrence, the guy that's been the guy their whole life. Yeah, he may not be 6'5", 6'6", but this is a guy that since he's been a kid, he's been kind of the anointed one. When you talk about the number one quarterback coming out of high school and then coming into college as a top prospect, winning the Heisman Trophy, now he adds the number one pick to his name. So this is a guy that should come in, and I don't expect anything less than for him to be a fantastic player. A hundred percent. I'm excited. And I want to know what people are feeling right now. Like, when's the last time you felt like this? Was it Cam Newton being selected number one? Going to the Super Bowl clearly is a fantastic accomplishment that we felt great about the first time they did it in 03. And then you talk about the Panthers doing it again in 2015. Maybe there was something else. When was the last time you felt really positive, like something? different was on the horizon 704-570-9610 brian wrote in man i am hyped tc said most of all the bryce big plays came with scrambles translation he can't see over the line so he's not excited about it yeah tc's not excited but we do have some people that are happy big chris from shelby said the bryce is right the bryce is right right now we're gonna have all the puns i worked on a few intros Mm. We're, we're going to do the corniness thing because, well, I like it. And we're going to do the corniness thing <laughs> as the show goes on as well. Tell us how you feel. 704-570-9610. Let's go to Daniel Jeremiah's breakdown of Bryce Young's game now and what we can expect him to do with this offense under Frank Wright. Let's see what this man looks like on the field. We've heard everything about his character, everything about his work ethic. That's all off the charts. There's a lot to love about what you see as well. The guys have talked about him being a point guard in a way that Drew Brees distributed the football. That's why the comparison exists, not just because of their size. But I come down to the four Ps. Let's start with pocket awareness. His sixth sense to be able to feel pressure, climb, get away from it, and deliver the ball accurately down the field. The poise. You get free rushers. He hangs in there. He's not the biggest guy, but he's not afraid. He gets his cleats in the ground. He'll take that hit and deliver the football. Ball placement. Poor Julius Brents, the corner from K-State. You can't cover it better than this. He's in perfect position. This ball is almost hand-delivered to the wide receiver. And then the playmaking. This offensive line was not quite what it's been in years past for Alabama. He had opportunities like this against LSU CD to make things happen, and he did. What do you think about the breakdown that Daniel Jeremiah just spewed? I mean, I think that it should get you excited about it. It should uh, just have Panther fans just thinking about the big plays. And I think this guy, I think that Bryce Young is a, what I like to call a lemonade quarterback. I don't think that he needs to have fantastic receivers. There's some guys that are great when they have fantastic receivers around them and everything is there for them to be successful because I think we saw it in Alabama when he had a a really good receiving core with NFL draft picks in it that he thrived and won the Heisman Trophy. But I also think that we saw last year when he had receivers that 
aren't household names that he was able to still thrive and put up big numbers and lead Alabama to a lot of wins. And I think that's going to translate to the NFL, too. This isn't a guy that you have to go out and get him an all-pro receiving core and all-pro tight end just for him to be productive. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to make lemonade out of the lemons that you give him. A hundred percent. I'm yeah, I, I think absolutely he has that ability. Forty seven touchdowns in twenty twenty one with seven interceptions. Thirty two touchdowns this past year with only five interceptions. And by the way, that was three less games played. And so that's why the touchdowns and the yardage was a little bit lower. He did throw for forty eight hundred yards a couple of years ago. That really set him up. But also you did see fantastic play despite him even not winning the Heisman. It was still a very good campaign. Let's go to the text line. People are writing in just how happy they are. 704, love Bryce. A bunch of flexing emojis. 704 said Bryce is going to have us in the mix consistently. You're in, you're out. 704-980. Let's go. People are going to be mad. They don't want to hear from Matt Rule anymore. I'm with it. I'm with it, but people don't want to hear from Matt Rule anymore. Yeah, but Matt Rule was so bad that he got fired and he forced the Panthers to be this aggressive in the offseason. Um, you know what? That's a good point. Matt Rule would tell you that he is the reason they selected Bryce Young. Blessing in disguise. Matt Rule is sitting there saying, see, unappreciative. Mm. I'm the one that got him Bryce Young. Yep. He's over there angry online in Nebraska where and now what, I don't know. We'll see what happens up there in Nebraska. Big Cat Dan said, regulators, mount up. <laughs> Loving our young gun. Let's go. Love the text from Big Cat Dan. Wolfpack Woody in the style of Agent 89. Bryce up, son. Bryce up. And Trophy Husband wrote this, considering my wife is a Saints fan. I am beyond excited to get to share this excitement with my kids and hopefully take it to the Aints. I didn't say an S. The Aints at the beginning of that twice a year. Appreciate it from Trophy Husband. A lot of people writing in. And this is exactly what I thought most people would be feeling. There has been the polarization. There are people out there that just do not want the small quarterback. There are plenty of people texting that in right now. But majority, they are very happy. We did see the reaction last night. They are very happy about the future because of what they just did with the first overall selection. And the last one I did want to play Real quickly before we move on to the second segment, Scott Fitterer talked a little about the timeline, which was very interesting to me. Did they know Bryce Young was the guy all along, or was he just a part of the top four, top three? Did they dwindle it down as they went along in the process? Here's Scott Fitterer discussing when they knew Bryce was the one. You know, during that dinner that we had, you know, we had asked him a question, and then he just went on. He went on for about 10 minutes, and it was not just answering a question, it was the level of detail in that and just how precise he it wasn't something that he was kind of making up as he went to tell a good story you can tell he actually did this and this is part of his process and he's uh he's unique that way and that's kind of what stood out you know wes they also said that the scouting department had full conviction that bryce young was their number one prospect but that they were willing to go through the process to see if their minds changed. And so that was very important to them to go through everything just because you had your initial opinion that Bryce Young was the guy. They still went through everything possible to see if they would be validated and such. And it turns out they were. You get the picture of Scott Fitterer holding up the little pad saying Bryce Young's name, smiling in the camera with the Panthers social media team, posting that to the world. And eventually he would suit up in the black and blue. Now 
here we are. And it seemed like he was the first choice from the get-go while they also went through the process, according to David Tepper and company. Well, I think that's the smart way to go about it. Uh, there were a lot of quarterbacks in this draft, and I think it was very shrewd of them to go through the process, make sure they turned over every stone because this is such a big decision. People, a big decision. People's jobs are on the line uh, with this one because if it doesn't work out, you know, people are going to lose jobs and things of that nature. So they needed to make extra sure. And, I mean, this is a franchise-changing decision potentially. So you need to be sure. You need to be thorough. And that they were this entire offseason. More text messages coming in. 5 for 12. Love the text name. Young and Restless. Something to get you hyped. 704. Bryce Bryce Baby. 704 to quote the great Wes Bryant. This is 704's words, by the way. The pick was straight fire. Beyond excited for our new franchise (laughs) QB. Keep pounding. 207. Keep pumping young. It's great. I'm happy the Panthers are relevant again. Bryce and additions and the coaches. That's the thing, right? Could this have been a more successful offseason? I don't think so. I told you it's the greatest in Panthers history. It might be. I think I've come around to that. (laughs) As we went along in this process, I think with all the coaches, I think with Bryce Young, because we had that conversation even before the number one pick, but now they traded up for it. They land Bryce, who we think is going to be. This has potential to just shatter every other one out of the water. Like, I don't think it's recency bias now. I think there's enough to have happened to where it's okay, at least in the moment, to call this the best offseason of all time. And we can continue to discuss that as we go on in the show. We've got more sound. Scott Fitterer spoke. Frank Reich spoke. David Tepper. I I don't know about surprisingly, but he just came out during Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer's media time, and he was just speaking to the side. He was spilling the beans about the process. Mm -hmm. He told you about the Houston Texans, Panthers, Bears um, entire situation, how they were going to trade to two and then to one. It was all weird. So we've got all that audio coming for you in the next segment. Plus, Matt Miller joins us to talk about the Panthers draft and beyond. All on Weston Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Bryce, Bryce. Bryce, Bryce, all right, stop. Yeah. Everybody's writing in. Bryce, Bryce, baby. Jason wrote in, the future's so Bryce, I gotta wear shades. Can we get a laugh from you on that one, Wes, or is that one lame for you, too? No, I like it. The future's so Bryce, I gotta wear shades. Thanks to Jason. I appreciate his determination to bring us some good stuff through the text line with the Bryce pun. 704-570-9610. 904 number wrote in, I am happy that the Panthers are relevant again. It's 207. 
It's great to see everybody pumping up. Bryce Young, keep on going up. K-Town Steve had an interesting text. He said, just checked on my PSLs. I have two seat tickets for the season, and they went up from 3500 last year to 5500 this year. You guys can thank me for the awesome coaching staff that I'm helping pay for. <laughs> yes, thank you. Straight cash, homie. Thanks to K-Town Steve. We really appreciate that. Big Cat Dan, love that Fitterer and Tepper and the coaching staff dated Bryce, courted Bryce, and then put the ring on him and let us fall in love with him as most talk was about him for the last two weeks. All right, he went with that scenario. Carolina Dave said the Panthers are young, wild, and free. Thank you very much. Bryce Upstein from Laura. Redhead said, Rumble, young man. Rumble, love it. Wolfpack James said, Bring me Joey Porter Jr. and then go sign Leonard Floyd. They are very well set up for the number 39 overall pick. So we'll talk about some of those prospects a little bit later on in the show as well. 704 had a question for us. In your opinion, does Young start week one like Cam did? I mean, he just isn't a first round selection. He is overall number one. I would expect that out of such a high pick. Yeah, Bryce Young is starting number one overall, right? We're not questioning it, right? I think it just depends on how he comes into camp. Like I said, as smart as we think he is, as much as I think he'll absorb the playbook, it's still going to come down to how much he comes in, how much he absorbs, and how much is he able to execute on the practice field. I mean, if he's still a ways behind, which, I mean, I wouldn't be upset if he is. It's just the type of quarterback we think he is. We don't necessarily see that as a problem. But if he comes in and, and he's a good ways behind Andy Dalton, I don't think you start him. But if he seems to be a guy that you can go out and you feel confident that you can win a football game with, then you start him. No questions about it. We're going to break that down in the next segment a little bit more. So I did want to get to some sound before Matt Miller joins us at 1230. Frank Reich spoke on how Bryce Young will fit into this offense. That's what we philosophically are asking ourselves, you know, going back and watching his tape even more now, watching it not just from an evaluation standpoint, but, you know, what was he not, you know, he was so good at so many things in college, but we always like to look at his college tape, see what concepts that he was really good at in college that are already in our offense. That's a good starting point, you know, and then see, uh, you know, the kind of plays that he makes, how he likes to throw the ball when he's throwing certain routes, um, what style of concepts. Um, there's a lot of different, we call families of passes. So um, that'll be what we'll do over, you know, really from now until training camp. Yeah, I like when any coach talks about not having a player adapt to the coach's system, but instead the coach adapting to the player's strengths. That's the sign of any good coach. And so while it's something easy to say at the podium, whether it's your introductory press conference when we're starting to get a feel on how you view what your team should be, what your specialty should be in Frank Reich's case, offense, I still like hearing it more so and more so. And you know what? The play, the film of just Frank Reich and his offensive systems before, it all backs it up. Right. It's one thing to say the player doesn't have to acquiesce to me. I have to do the opposite. I have to make sure that I'm capitalizing on the strengths of the player. But the film backs it up. Doesn't matter what quarterback you're talking about with Frank Reich. He makes sure that he gets the best out of Carson Wentz as much as possible. Nick Foles with Philadelphia. Philip Rivers, old Philip Rivers going over to the Colts. Carson Wentz again with the Colts after he was dead in the water and Philadelphia was willing to move on from him after he was a first round pick. So I, I think what you've seen from 
from Frank Reich is exactly what he's telling you. And that's nice to hear. Not only is it the whole talk the talk, but he does seem to walk the walk. And I do like this marriage between Frank Reich and Bryce Young. Well, yeah, I think these coaches have wisened up as far as just understanding, okay, back in the day, coaches would bring a guy in and then be like, you're going to adapt to my system no matter what. And then if they couldn't, like I said, you would be out of a job. And then that quarterback would probably be looking for another team. But now these coaches are starting to say, hey, it's a different college football game out there. These kids are coming up running RPO and spread more than anything at the grassroots levels of football. And so they're saying, okay, well, what can he do? And let's build this thing around what he can do. Because I think a lot of the quarterbacks now – whether you talk about the Lamars or you talk about Carson Wentz when he came out or you talk about Jalen Hurts and some of those guys, they may not have been able to survive in the quote-unquote old NFL where coaches were just trying to make you adapt to the pro-style system and coming from the under center and play-action passing and all of those things. So now they're saying, okay, let's take advantage of what this guy can do. And so with Bryce Young, I think there's going to be a lot that he's capable of doing from day one when he gets the playbook in his hands. Bryce Young's a pretty smart kid. I think he probably can sit and watch some Panthers games and figure out some of the things that they're trying to do, but it's just the the verbiage as far as what he'll have to understand the most. So I feel like things are looking up for him, and it is smart for this coaching staff to tailor themselves around what Bryce Young can do. And I think the benefits you get from how smart of a prospect he is is that you're going to be able to adapt a lot of things, open up a lot of your playbook for him. Yeah, Mean Dean wrote in, am I the only one that realizes Bryce Young is pretty much the total opposite of Cam Newton? No, I don't think so. I think most people have talked about the difference in the number one overall pick with Cam being the insane body that he had. Anthony Richardson was being compared to Cam Newton a lot last night, especially on the NFL draft, NFL network draft coverage. So no, it is completely different as far as the body goes. I don't think the accuracy as wildly as different, I, but Bryce Young is clearly the more accurate QB coming out of college. I think Cam Newton was slept on in that regard, but Bryce Young processing pinpoint accuracy this these are the strengths and so is the brain the brain is the biggest strength of one Bryce Young the processing and people kind of equated that to him scoring the highest s2 result of all time here's Scott Fitterer discussing just how much weight that carried when he scored the 98th percentile in s2 yeah the one thing about the s2 score I think people made a big deal about that this year it's just one small piece of the puzzle it comes back to the tape it comes back to the meetings with us you know, how do they do with the coaches on the draft board? You know, or not the draft board, in the uh, you know on the board in the boardroom with them. Um, that's that's what really matters. But it's just a small piece. Uh, it's a nice piece. It reaffirms things. But all it would do is like make us ask a question. Go back. Do we miss something? If it was different than what he had. Yeah, I, I think Carolina cares about that a little bit more than they're letting on in that comment too, because. Mm-hmm. There's only, I think, I think there's about half the team, and I'll try to pull this article up just so I, I get it right. But Joe Person wrote about the S2 score when that was all the rage a couple of weeks ago. It hurt C.J. Stroud. Well, I guess not as much. He got the second overall pick, so good for him. We could talk about that later. But it did hurt C.J. Stroud at the time. Will Levis scored well, and now he's in the second round. But there are about half the teams in the league that subscribe to S2 testing, that are clients of the company that ha- that hosts these S2 tests. Three out of the four are in the NFC South, of course, including the Carolina Panthers. If you use that, if you are subscribed, if you are a client of that, 
And apparently there were rumors about David Tepper holding a lot of stock into that. And if David Tepper is the man, then yeah, like I imagine they hold a little bit more weight into what Scott Fitterer was just saying there, but it's okay, right? It's if it's the test that actually matches up with the film. And so if you have a couple of pieces of evidence that Bryce Young knows what the hell he's doing and knows what he's doing right now, immediately, maybe better than any QB we've seen come out of college in the last few years, then yeah, that's all going to point to, okay, we should draft this guy number one. Yeah, and I think that it's easy to say it's a small piece of the puzzle when the quarterback you pick had the highest score and scored very, very right. favorably. Then I think you can say, well, it's just a small piece of the puzzle. And then you come back to the tape and the meetings and all of that stuff because your quarterback scored an excellent score. So, yeah, I mean, I do buy into it in a sense because if you felt like you knew you were going to take Bryce Young all along, then the S2 score really didn't matter much to you because he did so well, and I'm sure they expected it. Yeah, hoping to hear from Matt Miller here soon to talk a little bit more about that. 704-570-9610. You can continue to text in. Stanford P, he said Fitty scored so high on the S2 that he broke the computer. Is that why we always have computer problems around here? Mm. Is, is it because you just take S2 tests on all of the monitors? Yes. Okay, thank you. That's all I needed. I just needed the one-word answer. I appreciate it. You are a brilliant processor. Thank you. The Bryce Young over there of the uh, of the middays. Uh, looks like we're having Matt Miller call in here in just a moment. But this is the strength, right? This is what we're excited about. You've talked about the pedigree. This is someone that has been number one every single step of the way. It doesn't mean that we don't look into Anthony Richardson. Love where he went with the Colts at number four. I think for Richardson, Carolina was the best team for any QB. I think the Colts were probably the second best team, especially for a guy like Richardson. But think about this, right? High S2, high processing, great tape. And now you put him with a phenomenal coaching staff. I mean, you've got, I mean, you've got all sorts of football knowledge. I mean, it is an embarrassment of football knowledge. And that's why we're excited here in Carolina. Well, let's hear what Matt Miller thinks. NFL draft analyst and insider on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can catch him on Twitter at NFL Draft Scott, NFL Draft Scout. Matt, what do you think? Just your thoughts on the pick, Bryce Young, how he fits into Carolina, and what he's going to bring to the table. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. I uh, love it. I love the pick. Uh, he was the best quarterback in the draft, in my opinion. He was my number two overall player behind Will Anderson. And here's the, the funny thing about Bryce is, if he were six two or six three, we would be talking about. You know, this is a generational prospect because of the football intelligence, the leadership, the poise in the pocket, the accuracy. I mean, he would be Joe Burrow if he were just taller. And so I, I'm excited to see what they're able to do with, with Bryce at Carolina. Excited that he's going to have a good offensive line in front of him, a good defense supporting him. But this was the right pick, in my opinion, throughout the process. You know that C.J. Stroud's a fantastic player in his own right. Anthony Richardson, you know, offers a ton of, of upside you get excited about. But Bryce Young is the guy that's going to come in and, and make your team better from day one. Now, the way the draft ended up falling together, there are a lot of prospects sitting there as the Panthers begin day two at the 39th pick. Your biggest surprise so far as to who is still available and how does that benefit Carolina? Well, I think the biggest surprise is Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky, uh, who you know Reddit thought was maybe going to go to Carolina a couple days ago. So, uh, But taking taking him out of the equation because Obviously not a need. Uh, I, Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State, sitting out there available right now. Brian Branch, the 
Nichols safety from Alabama. Uh, those two players are really intriguing for me. And we'll see what happens to, to start the round tonight. You know, we might see Will Levis and Hendon Hooker, the two top quarterbacks on the board. We might fly off pretty early here tonight, whether that be through a trade-up or through teams that are, are drafting ahead of Carolina. But at 39, you've got to feel like you're in a pretty good spot to get an impact player, whether that's someone in the secondary on defense, Maybe maybe it's a wide receiver. We did see a run on those guys in the 20s last night, but still Josh Downs is sitting out there as a local prospect and somebody that could do work immediately from the slot. So uh, plenty of good players who are still out there. Excited to be talking about Bryce Young, the number one overall pick with Matt Miller, NFL Draft Scout. That's exactly where you can find him on Twitter, a part of ESPN's coverage as well. Great stuff on his Twitter timeline. And one of the reasons I'm excited, I was just mentioning it before you hopped on, Matt. I just think with the coaching staff, Frank Reich, bright offensive mind, and then you add Jim Caldwell, Thomas Brown, Josh McCown, and then you go get the smartest QB. What should we expect from somebody that seems to have a leg up on processing as been the buzzword with him? What should we expect in Bryce's rookie year? And is it okay to expect maybe more of a win now approach with both of these, all of these things going into next season for Carolina? Yeah, I, I, especially with the way the division is right now. You know, there's not a clear-cut division favorite. I, I think it's it's pretty wide open. And the win now is always tough with rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of history of that happening. Um, Bryce is fantastic. He is, you know, incredibly intelligent. He's experienced. So, yes. And, and also, I think, let's give credit to the coaching staff. This is a coaching staff, unlike, I mean, maybe Josh Allen and Buffalo early on. I don't know that I can remember a better coaching staff set up to support a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback because I mean, you've got s- several guys that played the position. You've got you know great off you know innovators and, and guys like Thomas Brown. This is a really really good staff set up to help a young quarterback. So with it with the way the defense is and how dominant it can be with the veterans at wide receiver, you know with DJ and Adam Thielen, uh, yeah, I mean it, it. I don't think it's foolish to say. We could win the NFC South this year. And I, I even think some of that played into it when they made the trade. You know, you're trading a lot of draft capital to get Bryce Young. We can't forget that part of it. But you're looking at that saying, hey, Tom Brady's gone from our division. Everyone else is kind of in the same spot we're in in terms of rebuilding. If we go win this dang thing, that pick is in the 20s. And, it's those, you know, that's fine. If you're giving up a pick in the 20s, you'll get a franchise quarterback that's taking you to the playoffs. So I, I do think it's a, it's a realistic you know, hope or expectation at this point. Well, and you talk about the process, trading up to number one. I mean, they had gone through the process, meeting with C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, of course, as well as Bryce Young. Scott Fitterer told us yesterday that the scouting department had overall conviction about Bryce Young all the way back in February, but they just wanted to see that out as the draft approached. But it did seem like this was the guy in their crosshairs all along. Is that how you understood it here as well? And was there ever a thought that Carolina could maybe select another guy over there, number one? Yeah, there was definitely a thought, especially right when the trade happened, because yeah, I think at that point in time, C.J. Stroud had a lot of momentum coming off the combine because he worked out, and and Bryce Young did not, and so there was a lot of momentum there. There was a lot of you know people were, and I myself included. You're connecting dots of okay, there's this, this, and this that makes sense. I know that I I've heard from people in Carolina who you know within the organization they really liked Anthony Richardson a lot, had a lot of great things to say about Anthony, but. You can really like C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson and still say, hey, Bryce is our guy. And like you said, you got to have consensus in the building when you're going to make a move like that to get a player. Uh, I, I think 
Bryce's pro day probably solidified things, and they got you know the best quarterback in the draft. Matt, do you feel like that Bryce Young now is the best quarterback in this division, even with Derek Carr going to New Orleans? I would still take Derek at this point, uh, just because of the experience. Um, you know, New Orleans is – I don't know what to make of New Orleans, right? I mean, since Sean Payton left, it's like, okay, what, what is this team? You know, and last year was such a trans, you know, kind of a transitional year for them. Um, I would still take Derek Carr. We have no idea what to expect in Tampa, obviously, with whether it's Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. We just – we don't know, you know, who those guys are. And then same with Desmond Ritter. Desmond played four games last year. Um, so it's a promise, but we just we don't know enough about those guys. So I will say that Bryce Young, over the next five years, has a chance to by far to be the best quarterback in this division. Maybe maybe quite a bit sooner than that. But if I had to take if I had to take one quarterback in the NFC South to build a team around, I'm taking mm-hmm. Bryce Young. Matt, last thing before we get you out of here, just wanted to get the old cliche winners and losers from last night. Who impressed you <laughs> with what they did, and who was somebody that left you underwhelmed? Yeah, the Lions left me underwhelmed. Uh, running back at 12, a linebacker at 18, and they didn't trade down to get to those spots. That that surprised me. I love, 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 love what the Eagles did getting Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Seahawks had another good draft. Devin Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Houston, I know Houston got a lot of a lot of praise last night. You get C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. The cost to get there is the only reason I'm not like banging the table saying like, oh my God, look what Houston did because they paid. They paid a lot to get Will Henderson. And he's a good player, but goodness, did they pay to get him. That was Matt Miller, NFL Draft Analyst and Insider. You can follow him on Twitter at NFL Draft Scout. Matt, we appreciate it. We'll see you down the road. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, when we come back on the Wesson Walker Show, we're going to break down some of what he said and also talk about Bryce Young. Is he ready to start from day one? We're going to get into that and more. This is the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back. This is the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ and Charlotte FC Major League Soccer is now in season. And the WFNZ Jack Daniels Doghouse is open for business. The Doghouse doors will open up three hours before every home match. So stop by and get ready for kickoff with some of your favorite friends. Join us for the pregame and postgame parties at the Jack Daniels Doghouse. Coming to you live from the Audi Charlotte studio and brought to you by Jack Daniels, Pepsi, and powered by the Garage Door Guru text line. Only from Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, the exclusive home of the Charlotte Sports 
fans. So we teased before going to break about Bryce Young and how quickly he will be able to assimilate to the Panthers playbook and be the starter at some point. Will it be week one? We shall see. Let's start with Frank Reich and what he said about him earning QB1 status. You know, we, Scott and I have talked about this. And, um, you know, right now he'll come in and we're going to, you know, he'll have to earn it. You know, he'll have to earn it. Um, obviously, uh, that's the way it should be. And so we'll know when the right time is. That'll be a decision that Scott and I and the coaching staff, you know, will continue to look at. But I, listen, I, he's got enough going on right now. I just want him to come in and learn the offense and not have to worry about stepping into the limelight and, and doing all that. Let's just come in and learn the offense, get to know these guys. Um, when, we step in the, when we step out on the field the first time, you know, he'll be – he'll be in that number two spot and then we'll just progress from there at the right time. We'll, we'll know when that time is. Bill Polian also had thoughts on Bryce Young and how quickly he can come in and do damage as well. Let's hear from him. My understanding is that he'll be in today and he'll get to work pretty quickly, but let's keep in mind, none other than a first ballot Hall of Famer Peyton Manning struggled in his rookie year. Every rookie quarterback does and Bryce will as well. It's just part of the game. It's an occupational hazard. It's a big jump from college football to the NFL, no matter how good or how studious or how gifted you are. Yeah, so there you have it here from Bill Polian. You heard from Frank Reich there. What are your thoughts about how quickly Bryce Young will be able to come in and get the job done? Yeah, I, I like both sound bites, but I'm going to put a little more validity to what Bill Polian says because you're going to have to say a guy has to earn it as the coach. Because nobody, it's it's the part of the culture, right? You don't want to give anything to anybody. It's what your teacher told, tells you. I don't give you these grades. You earn them. I'm not going to give you this job. Bryce is going to have to earn it. But, I mean, Wes, I would be a lot more shocked than you would be if Bryce Young did not start from day one. If you go just in recent history for number one overall taking QBs, not first round QBs, just number one overall, Baker Mayfield in 2018 did not start the year. But he did replace Tyrod Taylor in week three, started in week four. You had the whole Bud Light coolers empty. As soon as he came in, he caught a two-point conversion pass, right? We remember when Baker Mayfield had his first start. The other time a first overall selection did not start immediately, it was Jared Goff. That was 2016. He did not start until week 11. But remember a few things at play there. That was Jeff Fisher as the head coach. I believe that was the last year Jeff Fisher was head coach. The offensive line was as bad an offensive line I can remember. Remember, because Todd Gurley before had a great year. That season shut down. God awful because no one can run behind that offensive line. Case Keenum started. And I actually kind of liked that idea. Even if Jeff Fisher is not a great coach, that's the right move to not David Carr, Jared Goff in 2016, and just let him get destroyed time and time again until you get to week 11. Sean McVay comes over. They invest in the offensive line. Boom. That offense flips 180 degrees to the point where they're going to the postseason immediately. And Jared Goff resurrects something of a start of his career. But those are the only two times that we can really go back in the last 10 seasons to see a number one overall pick set. That's not going to happen with Bryce, in my opinion, either. I don't think Andy Dalton starts. I do think with Bill Polian, he is tempering expectations. I think that's a level-headed take to have. We don't expect him to go for 4,300 yards in his first season. We don't expect him to go for 35 touchdowns right off of the bat. 
there are going to be growing pains, growing being kind of a pun as well with yeah. Bryce Young, unintendedly so, but you get the idea. You are going to see some struggles because you do see that from even the talented QBs, even the guys that don't have the size problems that Bryce does. But there's going to be a lot of the flashes, too, that make you realize why he was the number one pick. Yeah, and so going off of what Bill Polian said, I mean, Peyton Manning, his rookie year, did throw the 28 interceptions. How he won Offensive Rookie of the Year, I want to see some of the other guys that he won that over. Not saying he shouldn't have won it, but 28 picks is a lot. But but I also like the picks, too. Like, it... Sometimes early on, when you're yeah, taking you the over, you're you're just you know trying to force some stuff. There. But then listen, looking at some of the best rookie seasons for quarterbacks in the last 15 years, I mean, you have Russell Wilson in 2012 go 26 touchdowns to 10 picks. Yeah. RG3 went 20 to five. Baker Mayfield went 27 to 14. Mac Jones went 16 to eight, and Dak Prescott went 23 to four. So there's a chance that he could come in here ready to rock and roll from day one. And to be frank. These are the type of numbers I expect from him. Okay. I think that highly of Bryce Young. What are, what are the total yardage stuff there? Like, it's uh, because so if you talk Dak, he threw for 3,667 yards. Mac Jones threw for 2869. Baker Mayfield, 3725. RG3, 3200. He also tacked on 815 rushing and seven more scores. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson went 3118 yards and another 489 rushing with four scores. So Baker Mayfield was the one that threw for the most as far as what I heard there with 3700. Yeah. And, and so what I think is happening is the offense, I don't want to say simplistic, but I do think that they're probably breaking it down a little bit more than allowing those guys to just go full already airing it out. And then as Bryce Young progresses in his career, you'll start to see some of the yardage go. But the touchdown to interception ratio, that is a good sign. Now, if you want to go on the high side, Mr. Justin Herbert, 2020, right. Right. 43-36, 31 touchdowns, 10 picks. Right. But I expect Bryce Young to come in and put up numbers. Like I said, people can say what they want about, oh, I'm not a Panther fan, this, that, and the third. But I'm telling you folks right now, I do believe in this quarterback my fandom went with him will only last so long, though. I will tell you that, okay? Mm, I will give credit will. where it is due. Oh, don't, but don't throw water <laughs> on the up son, Bryce Upson will shortly get on my nerves. I'm going to tell uh, you that. I know, I know it will. But, but that's but... only because he's going to be balling. Uh, 704 number wrote in 30 passing TDs this year from Bryce. I can see that. I think that's realistic. I, I, just, I just hope that that's not the expectation. I hope people think about it in the way you're thinking and that it's realistic. Because that means yes. if he doesn't, get 30 passing touchdowns in his first season? Are we going to do the whole Giannis Atenacupo thing and ask him if that's a failure? I expect like I, a minimum 25. Well, I mean, that's only... <laughs> I. There's so many different varying de- definitions of success for Bryce in his rookie season, mm-hmm. right? Like, those guys that you just rattled off, Russell Wilson, I, I think you said, what, 20 and 4 his rookie season? Now, no, granted, 26 and 10. 26 and 10. Another four rushing, so 30 TDR. So, yeah, and so we'll see about the, the rushing. I, I don't know how much you want Bryce Young rushing if he is small. I think that, he could end up racking up a couple of hundred because I think he's so hard that's to not that, sack. That's not crazy, though. It's not crazy, but when you, when you factor in all the negative yardage you get from sacks, Couple hundred yards. That's only in college. Bad. That's only college. Though. You don't get negative yardage nope. in the, the pros. NFL, they, don't, oh. they don't ding you for okay, that. Okay. No, they don't ding you for that like they do in college, okay. which is stupid, by the way. They shouldn't do it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think for Bryce Young, like for me, I just what what I don't want to happen is for him to not put up thirty touchdown passes, ten or less interceptions. If if he doesn't reach those numbers, then we think I don't know. I'm a little scared. The key for me is the picks. 
Are the picks relatively or are the picks relative? Like one a game, I think 16 is the number to where you're okay with it. If you throw a pick a game or you have a game where you don't throw a pick and then you might throw two the next game, I think the picks is the main thing I look at. Picks and completion percentage. I'll say this. I, I think I think you're right because of the style of QB he plays. Because Peyton Manning, throwing all over the yard, okay? He was bred to have an air raid offense at a time where air raiding wasn't all the rage. So if you have a million interceptions, okay, not writing you off. Brett Favre, gunslinger mentality, right? Going to have a lot of interceptions. Bryce Young, I don't think anybody has described him as a gunslinger not one time. I have not heard that. That seems you're bordering on the definition of to. reckless. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's why I think... I think the the interceptions, while I might not hold it against some QBs, I I think for him, maybe you would a little more because this is the way that he plays. And things can change from year one to year two big time, right? But I think that's why I understand your point about the interceptions. Yeah, let's dumb it down, too, for people out there. Gunslinger, in my opinion, is a guy that makes bad decisions. And so that's, right. that's why I say Bryce Young, he doesn't need he doesn't to do, do that. that. He makes good decisions. So when we come back... On the Wesson Walker Show, Bryce Young is going to be at the podium. We're going to bring you sound from that, let you listen to the first-round pick. Bryce up, son, okay? This might be the only time I say that, so enjoy it. Uh All right, this is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.